who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. My name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network, with gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Selling your car on cars.com is so fast. It's like the dealer is in your own backyard. Get the best offer instantly, confirm with the dealer, and the money's yours. Cars.com is magical. Tap to sell on cars.com today. Hi, Hidden People fans. This is Stephen Gogol, voice of Alfie. Would you be interested in full-length bonus episodes featuring me? Magnus and Chaley will be there, too. Our Patreon supporters already have these bonus episodes, plus hours of commentary episodes, exclusive merchandise, and sneak peeks. To join them, visit us at patreon.com slash hiddenpeoplepodcast. Thanks. Hidden People contains mature language, content, and themes. Please listen with care. That is a phalacon. No, that's a butterfly. That is what I said. No, you said phasicon. Well, that is purely nonsense. Phasicon, phasicon. Child, nomad. A moment. Listen, do you hear its wings? The butterfly? Yes. Can you hear their beat? Feel their breeze? Close your eyes. What do you hear? Swishing. Swish, swish, swish. Good. What do you feel? The wind blowing in my hair. Yes, very good. Now call to it. Call it to you. You 
can't talk to a butterfly. Have you ever tried? No. Then try. Speak as the butterfly. Speak as its wings that whisper winds to your hair. Speak with words you were born knowing but have since forgotten. You are not a child. You are a butterfly. You are the wind. See? It comes to you. It's on my arm! So it is. Be sure to wash that. They are filthy creatures. Listen. McKenna! Nessa? McKenna! Oh, thank you, goddess. You've been out for a while. Are you okay? I'm... I'm not sure. I think my bones hurt. Can bones hurt? I I don't know. Can you stand? I can try. I don't mean to be insensitive since you almost just died fighting the Magister, but we need to hurry. Some of the things around here have been looking at us like we're food. (sighs) Things? Wait, where are we? What the hell is this place? I'm going to go out on a limb and say not Earth. Dayton Riders Movement presents The Hidden People, starring Jordan Lopez, Stephen Gogol, Sean Gunther, Xander Hildenbrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, and Luna Madison. Season 2, Episode 2, In Between. Written by Chris Burnside, directed by Chris and Megan Burnside. Also starring Brendan McCary, Darlene Spencer, and Molly Wade. A barren, blasted landscape surrounds McKenna and Nyssa. The craggy ground alternates between polished obsidian glass and gray-bubbling mud. Splintered shards of what might have been foliage poke up here and there, as if some giant thing came along and ate up every bit of vegetation. The air is thick and hazy, and an angry wind drags grit across their exposed skin. Strange winged creatures swoop in formation high above them, obscuring and sometimes blocking out the green sun. Other fauna stalk the ground in the distance, climbing spires of obsidian only to vanish behind piles of shattered glass. In place of their eyes, the creatures have two additional mouths, each filled with razor teeth. No Nissa. This is most definitely not Earth. 
What happened? I was going to ask you the same thing. I didn't teleport us here. I... I was fighting the Magister, but he was winning, so I ran. Yeah, you called me an Alfie. We went to the bell tower, made a circle. Yeah, okay, I remember that. He followed me, I broke the circle, and the bell started ringing. We could hear him screaming from the ground. I ran in to help you because we were worried he might explode like... I mean, you know, like they do. He did explode, didn't he? The part's hazy, that bell nearly killed me too. I drew a circle for us, but the explosion ruined it as we stepped in. Well, we're not still in the tower. Or on our planet, apparently. So I assume we stepped somewhere? Either that, or we never left the tower. And this is hell. I don't believe in hell. I don't think hell cares. The circle must have been broken during the teleportation, and not before. Otherwise, we just wouldn't have gone anywhere. Where were you trying to send us? My house, I think. Like I said, it's hazy. (sighs) Okay, well, this would be a good time to get us out of here. I drew a circle over here. The chalk isn't great on this glassy stuff, but it should be enough. Yeah, that'll work. Hold on to my shoulders. Yeah, we're still here. It's not working. No shit. No, I mean... I can't even feel the circle, or any other circles. We're completely cut off. Then how do we get home? I don't know, Nessa. But do you... Like, do you have any... What? Like, any insider knowledge? What happens when fairy rings stop working? Sheely never told me about accidentally teleporting to alien worlds. No, I mean... Like, you changed when she... When Liliana... Your voice changed, so I figured maybe you would know more things now. I don't know. I I feel like there's... You know how you get that horrible feeling when you know there's something you're supposed to do, but can't remember what it is? Hi, I'm Nyssa. (sighs) Right. You've never forgotten anything in your life. Blessing and a curse. Well, it's like that. Not that you would understand. I feel like there are a million tiny things I'm forgetting. Like, they're in there, but I can't access them. Do you think that... Maybe if you focus? I don't know. I feel like there are so many things I'm forgetting, I wouldn't even know what to focus on. For a while after... Nissa, it's okay. You can say it. After Liliana died, you sounded... Different. Different how? Nissa, different how? Like them? Not exactly... More like you were her. Liliana? I mean, you got her powers, right? And her memories? Because she's... Because that's how it works, right? I got her power, yes. And I know how to use it, mostly. But her memories... I was having this really vivid dream when you woke me up. A dream about her? Yeah. Her. And I think me. Much younger me. Can you still remember it? Kind of. I think she visited me as my imaginary friend when I was little, but obviously not so imaginary. Can you focus on that memory? Maybe try to follow it further? I can try. Liliana might know something about where we are. Might have known. I don't know how it works, but that's our only lead right now. And again, not to be impressive, but I don't think all the things around here are just... Tea time, tea time. So it is. You sit here. That's your seat. 
This is my seat. Your seat is by the cookies. They're chocolate chip. Your favorite. Mmm. D is shush. Mouth closed. Those crumbs will dirty the table. Sorry. That. That is all right, child. Why are you sad? I am not. Ah, too. Ever perceptive. What's that mean? It means that for all my strength, I cannot deceive a child. You can see me? Not see. Deceive. It means to trick or fool. I cannot fool you. So you are sad. You are growing older, child. Soon you will keep your memories. And your imaginary friend will be not so imaginary. You? Yes, me. You will forget me. But I will not forget you. I don't get it. This must be our last tea party. Are you going away? Like Aunt Glenna? She moved. I... Yes, I am going away. But only from these visits. I will find another way to see you. Hidden in plain sight. Mmm, do you want a cookie? You'll feel better. Tell me, child. What is the name of your nanny? You mean Miss Abeka? Yes, Miss Abeka. Is she old? Not as old as you. I see. Is she large? She's big size. But does moving tire her? Does she have health problems? Would complications be unexpected? I don't know. Does she drive a car? Mm, a green one. Ah, that will do. Mac! McKenna awakens to see Nissa wielding her scythe and two of the mouth-eyed creatures circling them a short distance away. Perhaps retreating into a memory isn't a sound plan for survival in this place. What happened? Uh, you went completely unconscious. I think those things took that as a sign to make us their dinner. I'll get rid of them. We don't know anything about them. <coughs> Maybe a fight isn't a great idea, especially if you're not 100%. I'm not going to fight them. Away! Yeah, okay, that's not terrifying at all. How long was I out? About a half an hour. It only felt like a few minutes. Did you learn anything? Nothing relevant. More memories of the two of us. It's like I'm seeing them from both sides, through my eyes and hers at the same time. Okay. Weird. Do you think you can get anything more specific about where we are? I don't think it works that way. Well, we need to do something. Find shelter, maybe? <clears throat> and this air... Something's wrong with it. It's burning my lungs. I don't feel any burning. Well, you're also not entirely human. Come on. Let's keep moving. Maybe we can find a cave or something? Maybe there's a settlement somewhere. Other people? I, uh, I'm sorry about Liliana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like we really knew her at all. But still, what she did... I know. She did it to save me, and 
I'm starting to realize just how much she looked out for me. She was around when I was little, and we know she came into the music store. I'm guessing she was around at other times, too. It might not have looked or sounded like her, but it was her. She was your mom. Of Of course she looked out for you. Of course is a bit of a stretch. She was one of the hidden people. They aren't exactly known for their parenting, or their empathy, or anything redeeming, really. Well, she saved your life. Which is pretty redemptive in my book. I guess. Oh, did she save your life, McKenna? This place you're in, both literally and figuratively, would we say that this was a kindness? I know this isn't the best time, obviously. But if you need to talk about it or... Or want to talk about it, we can do that. Your life's been a roller coaster of crazy for a while now. But I'm here for you, even on an alien planet that's probably poisoning me slowly. We're not supposed to go to the park. Why not? Mom said they have drugs there. We're not going to visit the drug dealers, Thomas. But Mom said... Don't be such a baby. Nanny Karen will keep us safe. Right, Nanny Karen? Aye. I'll always keep you safe, Enya. I'm telling Mom. Thomas. You can't stop me. I'm telling as soon as she gets home. That you may do. But then I'll have to tell your ma that you broke the light. What light? The light in the study. I did not. Were you playing in the study? Thomas, you know you weren't allowed in Mom's study. I, I was playing in there just for a minute, but I didn't break anything. But the light is broken still. Go, look for yourself. Did he really break the light? Do you want to go to the park? Oh, yes. Then pipe down, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I didn't do it. I swear. Now there's no reason to be upset. It will be our secret, just like the park. How does that sound? Okay, Nanny Karen. Grand. Now get your shoes. Yay! I mean, of course I'm trapped on another plane of existence! And my super-powered friend can't stay conscious! (coughs) And those weird mouth-eyed cat things are watching us again. So I'll just drag you through the mud. No biggie. Totally fine. <gasps> she was Nanny Karen. Who was what he wear? Stop yanking me. I can walk. Not when you're unconscious, you can't. What the hell, Mac? Are you okay? These memories keep flooding in. I can't control them. That's very not good. Did you at least learn something this time? Liliana was Nanny Karen. She was your nanny? The Scottish one? Yeah, in disguise, obviously. She really did watch over you. But Nanny Karen's voice never sounded like them. I think the voice thing is like their accent. That's why the other McKenna sounded like them. Liliana just learned to hide the accent. The Magister was wrong. Liliana did care for you, McKenna, at least as much as she was capable. You came along at exactly the right point in her life for her to have a change of heart. Almost prophetic, wouldn't you say? 
Those things are following us again. <coughs> You're not allowed to space out anymore. You might wake up dead next time. Also, I, th I think the flying things are tracking us. Waiting for us to die, maybe. I don't know. There are so many. How could you even tell if they followed us? They're everywhere. They change flight patterns every time we move. <sighs> of course you wouldn't memorize the flight patterns. <coughs> it's not like I can help it. Right, right. Blessing and a curse. How would you feel if you could never forget every bad thing a person ever said or did? <coughs> it's not exactly easy to forgive people when you can still feel every hurt and annoyance. God, how are you still friends with Alfie? <laughs> I've learned coping mechanisms. Is one of those mechanisms to mock him incessantly? Yeah. Yeah, it is. They're fighting each other. Is that good? Mm, unlikely. I can't tell if they're fighting for real or just playing. Do things like that play? <clears throat> Shit, they're looking at us. Stay low. They might be able to hear us. Well, they don't have eyes, so that's probably how they're tracking us. We have to get away from them somehow. Hey, look over there. Past those spiky shard things. I think that might be a hollow in the glass. We might be able to make a kind of camp. It looks like all the other glass stuff to me. Are you sure that's a hollow? There's nothing else for miles, so it's worth a shot. And those creatures are keeping their distance. <laughs> I think they're just scared of you. They close in every time you go down. Don't worry, I'm awake. And ready. Let's get over to... To... Uh-oh. God damn it! McKenna! You seem far away today. Huh? Mm, sorry, I was paying attention. Mm-hmm. And what was I saying? Okay, so yeah, I wasn't paying attention at all. <laughs> I can tell. I can always tell with you. Sorry. I'm not offended. But you know why we need to have these sessions? The sooner you commit to talking, the sooner you can use your study period for, you know, studying. Mr. Davis is a dick. He deserved it. You realize Mr. Davis is my colleague, don't you? He's faculty, your staff... I know how the place works. I don't think Mr. Davis realized who he was dealing with. Perv shouldn't have tried to look down my shirt. Assigned seats that just so happened to put certain girls in the front row. And the appropriate response would have been... To tell you or the office staff. I know. I know. Probably not to make a wanted poster in graphic design class. That poster deserved an A. McKenna... It said Mr. Davis wanted for boob peeping. Boob ogling. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was wrong. It deserved an A+. You know that I would have handled it, don't you? You can come to me about anything. You're the guidance counselor. Coming to you is like narking. Trust me. I can be discreet and take care of anyone Ogling or otherwise. I handled it. Your handling landed you a quarter of meetings with me. Eh, this actually beats sitting in study hall with a hundred people. You don't like crowds? I don't like high schoolers. Do you see the people I have to deal with? You mean your peers? Peers? Really? 
McKenna, I think it's fair. Really? I'm only saying. Really? Okay. Perhaps you're a bit different from the average high schooler. Didn't you go to college for evaluating people? <laughs> okay, already. You win. You're one of a kind, McKenna Thorne. I think you'll miss me when these sessions are over. I think I will. Mac! Help! Mac! Nissa? Oh my god. Behind you! McKenna whirls and catches the beast by the throat. She spins, using its own momentum to hurl it away. It slams into the jagged, glassy ground. Nissa, come to me. I can hold... Hold up. Do not do this again! I can't fight them alone! Mac! Sandra? Yes? You ever just want to restart your life, pick up and move somewhere else? I'm happy with my life, but I understand the notion. Do you feel that way? Sometimes. Why is that? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I haven't found the real me yet. Everyone's expectations of me keep me from exploring my options. Oh. And where would you go if you could? I don't know. Maybe a bigger place with more options? Out of Conley, then. <laughs> Hell yes. Sorry. You can speak however you want here, McKenna. Sorry. Fuck yes. <laughs> so what's stopping you? Excuse me? I mean, after graduation. What's stopping you from starting over? Uh, my mom would lose her mind if I didn't go to college. You'll be an adult. You can do whatever you like at that point. Uh, hang on. Are you suggesting I skip college and just leave town? What kind of guidance are you counseling? I'm just saying maybe you're right. Maybe you do need to start over. Lots of people do. Some even get a new name, new look. That sounds like witness protection. Oh, don't give me that look. I'm just helping you explore your options. Yeah. Cool. I gotta go. See you Thursday. I'll be here. I'll always be here. Whenever you need me. McKenna awakens to find herself face to dead face with one of the mouth-eyed creatures. Her scythe is buried in its skull. Nissa lies beside it, her breathing shallow. Jagged cuts torn into her back and arm. Oh no. Nissa? Mac. I killed it. Are you okay? Gonna go with no. Let me see. The bleeding's not too bad, but that smell. What smell? How can you smell anything in this air? I think the cuts are already infected. It must be whatever is floating around in the air. And you're burning up. It's definitely an infection. Hard pass on an alien infection. I've seen too many movies. Let's try to make it over to that hollow. No way. You need to get your memories under control first. If you black out again, I won't be able to defend either of us. I can't help it. I can. You need to build a wall. Huh? Coping mechanisms, remember? I know pretty well what it's like to have memories assault you unbidden. You need to wall them off. Lock them out. How do I do that? 
I don't know. This is mind stuff we're talking about. All I have are metaphors. You have magical powers of suggestion, right? Like that time with Thomas's birthday cake. Why does everyone go on about that cake? Maybe turn those powers on yourself. Convince yourself to block out her memories. If I do that, I might not be able to access them later. Well, we can deal with that problem later, after it helps us survive. <sighs> I'm going to meditate. You don't see any more of those things around, do you? Not at the moment. Wake me up if you need me. It's easier said than done. I'll be back, okay? I just have to go in and shut her down. I don't know what that means, but be careful. Hello? Someone there? You. You're one of them. You've been coming to the music store for years, but you've always been one of them. Hello, McKenna. Do you know who I am? Liliana. We did just meet a few hours ago. But do you know who I am? I'm not stupid. You're my creator. So you do know. I also know you're evil. Psychotic. A monster. Hmm. Odd. In this form, I've been called many things, but rarely monstrous. You kidnapped that girl. Stole her from her parents, tortured her, made her into a killer. Doesn't matter what you look like. I did all of those things. However, you only exist because of me. I notice you missed that act in your list of grievances. And yet, here I am, locked in a jail cell. You must be so proud of your creation. I am. Despite what you may think of us, we are not monsters. We have our reasons and our motivations. Sadism is a motivation? I am not cruel simply for the sake of being cruel. Then why? Why steal babies? Why send them out to kill? Why McKenna Thorne and why me? I cannot. There are no words to explain it to you. Things are this way because they must be this way. There is no alternative. You always have a choice. You may not like your choices, but you have them. Not for the hidden. Not in the ways you think. So you're just the sympathetic monster? The one who wants out? You're going to help me take down the evil system? No. Exactly. You like being you. Doing the awful shit. You're messing with my head because it's fun. I am not trying to deceive you. Fine! Can you find the words to tell me why you're here? To see you. You've seen me plenty. To tell you then. Tell me what? I... I needed you to know that I've never abandoned you. You are more than my creation. You are mine. And I protect what is mine. Great. I feel so safe now. Thanks. You've done so much to protect me, my friends, my family, whatever would I do without you. This is not over for you yet, McKenna. You will leave this prison and battle your fetch. I've tried to prevent it, to delay it, but we've arrived here regardless. You must be victorious. I'm not going to kill a trafficking victim. You are too human. And proud of it. Be what you must be to survive. Whatever it takes, whatever it costs, I command you to survive. I don't take orders, especially not from someone like you. So how about I command you to fuck off? I feel as though we will never understand each other. I am... sorry.
It's done. Yeah? Yeah. I built a wall. Metaphorically, I think. I don't think I'll have the memories again. Are you... okay with that? You won't believe me if I say yes, will you? <clears throat> nope. Thought so. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Liar. If staying annoyed at me will keep you alive, then have at it. Come on, we're close to the hollow. Uh, Mac? Do you hear that? Hear what? <coughs> Why did everything get so quiet? Where did those flying monsters go? Everything just left. This cannot be good. <laughs> no. No, it can't possibly be good. What could be so terrifying that it would scare away the wind? <laughs> How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network, with gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply, other restrictions may apply. Dayton Writers Movement presents The Hidden People. Executive producers Chris Burnside and Megan Burnside. Producers Alexa Fett Fisher, Xander Hildebrandt, Emily Kallenberg, Stephen Kallenberg, and Jordan Lopez. Lead writer Chris Burnside. Script editor Alexa Fett Fisher. Sound design, score, and original music by Catherine Seaton. Sound engineer. Colin Susich. Theme song by Catherine Seaton and Michael Yates. For more of the Hidden People, visit our website at hiddenpeoplepodcast.com. When we're busy writing a new season of the Hidden People, like we are right now, we never have time to cook, so we order a lot of takeout. But the cost of takeout adds up. So we did the math, and Factors dietitian-approved meals are cheaper than takeout. Factors also perfect for busy creatives because their meals are no prep and no mess. In two minutes, we can heat and eat a chef-crafted meal. If you'd like to save time and money, head to factormeals.com slash hiddenpeople50 and use code hiddenpeople50 to get 50% off. That's code HiddenPeople50 at Factormeals.com slash HiddenPeople50 to get 50% off. My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at BufferingCast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. How 
powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.